0: Hello, and welcome to The County Conversation, a podcast featuring employees and subject matter experts from the Fairfax County government discussing programs, services, and items of interest to residents of Fairfax County. I'm your host, Jim Person, and on this edition of The Conversation, we're going to talk with Catherine Layton of the Urban Forest Management Division of the Department of Public Works and Environmental Services. We're going to be talking about the Asian longhorn beetle. Now, if you haven't heard about this beetle... That's why it's good for you to be here, because we're going to tell you all about it and why you need to be concerned about it. But first, welcome to Catherine for uh, being on the County Conversation. Thanks for being with us.
1: Thank you, Jim. Thanks for having me on.
0: Glad you're here. Before we uh, get talking uh, about the specifics of of what we're going to talk about, the Asian longhorn beetle, you're with the Urban Forest Management Division with Fairfax County's Department of Public Works and Environmental Services. And I know I've talked to one or two, I think we've interviewed some urban forest management folks before on the conversation, but give our listeners an, an idea of what it is that division does. When you say urban forest management division, what do y'all do? What, is, what does that encompass?
1: Well, that encompasses everything from uh, reviewing plans and development, hmm. uh, which is not the part I'm working in um, except as support. And, but uh, the part I started with actually was with forest insects. Okay. And uh, started with uh, gypsy, mou- gypsy moths back in 1989. Oh, wow. Okay. And um, that has evolved to forest pests program because there were other forest insects that we were interested in.
0: That's true. That's so,
1: true. So that whole division has basically two parts, but we we work together as one.
0: Okay. So gypsy moth kind of kicked off the hole.
1: <laughs> oh, it sure did. Yeah. In a big way.
0: Yeah. And is that, is that still a, a big problem going on today?
1: Uh, no, not really. Um, a fungus followed the gypsy moth, and um, seems to keep it under control oh, okay. for the most part. Oh, okay, so that's good news. <laughs> However, there are some outbreaks up in the northeast, so we're yeah, being very careful to monitor so. them this year Okay. in particular.
0: What was it that got you interested in this, this line of work, if you will? How did you get into the urban forest management area?
1: Well, I've always been interested in nature. Just yeah, okay. started at a very young age, so it was a no-brainer for me to right. major in environmental science. Okay. And so it was natural resource management up in Syracuse, and oh, okay. uh, then I started looking for something to do and. Ended up in fisheries in the Bering Sea and then oh decided gosh. I wanted to come back to land. And <laughs> yeah. after a couple of years of that, it was very interesting. But uh, wow. then I started looking and found that gypsy moths were coming in the area and they were looking for help here in Fairfax. And it landed me right here. OK,
0: so you've been here ever since.
1: Um, yeah, coming and going, raising a family. Yeah, mm-hmm. interesting,
0: mm-hmm. interesting. OK, well, there's uh, so OK, so gypsy moth and then there's other um, threats, I guess, in urban forestry. Uh, can you just kind of give me a, an overview of maybe some of the other things that that y'all are looking at or concerned about? And then we'll dive specifically into the Asian longhorn beetle.
1: Well, in urban forestry, we're really concerned about preserving the health of the trees okay. and uh, making sure that we have enough of them. Because, you know, you can't have a tree where a building is. So we're really looking at expanding tree cover in the county and uh, especially the varieties of trees, expand mm. those okay. and um, keep them healthy.
0: Is there anything residents can do? I mean, what, just a couple of simple steps residents can do?
1: Oh yes, I always uh, suggest to residents that they keep the trees that are on their properties healthy. And, uh, and if they don't have trees that they consider perhaps planting them because mm. they can really save you a lot in energy Oh yeah, and um, they're very good for holding water in place.
0: Oh, that's true. That's true. Uh,
1: the shade is. Well, you know, appreciated.
0: I, I look at the trees in my yard, and I don't really, I don't really think about what I can do to keep them healthy. I mean, what, what, <laughs> what can I do? I mean, are there, are there certain things I can do to keep a tree healthy?
1: Um, yeah. Um, Mostly it would be for pruning if you see that your tree uh, is okay. uh, going in, growing into a house because they do grow. Uh, right, they take right. up a lot of space, and all of a sudden you can realize that they're becoming a problem for something they're growing into.
0: Okay.
1: Um, And then just keep an eye on diseases. And uh, normally a, a tree will take care of itself, yeah. but sometimes if you notice something's wrong, you need to right. check into okay. it. And Mm -hmm. they will mature, and eventually a tree has a lifespan. So you have to watch that, too. Oh,
0: interesting. I hadn't thought about that. (laughs) (laughs) I hadn't thought about that. So I guess the Asian longhorn beetle is is a threat to our trees?
1: Um, It is, only because it is a foreign insect. Um, It's native to eastern China, Korea, Mm -hmm. and Japan.
0: Okay, okay. And
1: it's come to us in port cities via shipments of materials in pro- probably wood crates and things. Mm, okay. Uh, so it's an unwanted visitor because it doesn't have a natural enemy here. And so it very quickly populates and um, actually kills a lot of different kinds of trees.
0: Oh, okay. I'll, I'm, I'm going to ask you about the different types of trees and, and stuff in a minute. So if I forget to ask that, uh, follow up on that. But do we know... When this Asian longhorn beetle came to the United States or came to the area, and
1: um, well, yeah, there's a kind of a history. Uh, 1996 was the first findings, okay. so, and, so fairly um, recently. Yeah, pre- yeah, we're t- yeah, it's it's coming along. 20 years now.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, so that was in Brooklyn, New York, and. Oh. Um, then a couple of years later, there were some more in New York and then some in New Jersey. And every couple of years, they seem to find some more. Um, there were some in our Ontario and uh, more recently in Ohio.
0: Oh, OK. I was getting ready to say, well, it seems like it's concentrated in Northeast, but then you throw in Ohio.
1: Uh, yeah, that was at Bethel, Ohio in 2011. And um, all these places have in common is that they receive shipments. Uh, international shipments hmm. and so that there's more of an emphasis on trying to prevent that yeah exchange yeah. of insects because it goes both ways
0: uh, okay
1: uh some of ours are so causing we, we get havoc in other countries interesting. Yeah, because they don't have natural enemies already in place to handle them
0: interesting so maybe in in addition to importing the beetle, we also import its <laughs> its its enemy, and we in, export the same, and vice versa. <laughs> yeah. So uh, maybe you don't know the answer, but it's it would seem like a good way to prevent it is for these ports and areas that are bringing in these things to, I don't know, spray or do different things. I mean, are are there steps being taken at kind of the source areas?
1: there are steps being taken. Absolutely, the federal government and APHIS is very active in trying to prevent
0: all of that. Okay. So, this Asian longhorn beetle that we're talking about here with Catherine Layton, with Fairfax County's Department of Public Works and Environmental Services, Urban Forest Management Division, the Asian longhorn beetle started New York, New Jersey, Ohio. Is it in Fairfax County?
1: No, it's not. Oh,
0: okay. So Um, that's good news. Which is why we're asking everybody to
1: keep vigilant. Everywhere where they've found it, they've undertaken an eradication program. Okay. This is not the same as what we did with gypsy Moth where we expected it to stay with us and we just wanted to suppress them to keep them from killing so many trees and causing so much of a nuisance. Uh, We're actually looking to eradicate them when we find them.
0: Just get rid of them. And they've been
1: successful in a couple of places. Chicago. Uh-huh. uh has eradicated them uh, where wow. um, they were found, and there was one other success. Let's see. Um,
0: how, did Chicago, uh-huh. how does Chicago do it, do you know?
1: Uh, well, I mean, basically you make aggressive. a ring around the area, yeah. and it's very, very aggressive. Basically, you have to take down and chip or burn every tree in that area. Wow. And then you keep watching for the next several years if there are any that show up nearby. Wow. If you find any again, you do the same thing.
0: Just expanding. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so that definitely is a reason that you want to catch it early mm-hmm. because if it's too big of an area, it seems like you wouldn't be able to yes. just kind of destroy that many trees or especially if you get into urban area with parks and different things like that.
1: Early detection is really important.
0: Okay. So how, how can I and every other resident help with that early detection. I'm, you know, to me, uh, a, a bug is a bug, but are there things I should look for? Are there signs? Oh, is, yes. is the beetle unique? I mean... Uh,
1: I, I, in fact, most infestations are found by ordinary people who are out just being observant.
0: Interesting, okay.
1: And what you want to look for is you want to look for <clears throat> exit holes that are almost half an inch in diameter these are large yeah. exit holes um, that's where the larva um, emerged and okay. um, it, to come into the adult stage and you want to look on live trees now if you find large holes on dead trees that's okay those are our friendly beetles they're supposed to be there oh, okay um, so in an otherwise healthy tree you start looking for the beetle itself which is a large black beetle. It's over an inch long
0: wow. with
1: its long black and white striped antennas. it looks about two inches long.
0: Oh goodness
1: um, It's black with little white irregular spots on its back.
0: Interesting so, so that's definitely unique.
1: Very yeah very okay. unique It will it will um, definitely not be something you overlook. Okay. Um, besides the exit holes, there are depressions where the female has laid her eggs. And they may weep a little bit, so a little sap hmm. may be running down okay. underneath. That's another sign. Okay. So you want to look on the trunks of your trees and the large branches
0: okay. of your trees. Okay. Yeah, are they? Is going to be near the ground, middle way, all the way to the top? I mean, how, how? Where on the tree should I be looking? Anywhere. Anywhere.
1: Anywhere from my level up. Wow. They, yeah.
0: Okay. Goodness. So it sounds. I don't want to say. Uh, I was going to say it sounds easy. Nothing's that easy, but definitely just not your average looking bug or beetle. I mean that that sounds. I mean, amazing. Black it, with it white is. and it, inch it, to two inches and
1: very memorable.
0: Yeah, have you have you seen any? Have you
1: only it, in a jar?
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. In, in liquid. Wow. <laughs>
1: um,
0: I understand. It, it seems like. Every, um, I don't know how to even say it, we, we uh, air quotes celebrate or we, we have a week or a month or something for everything. But understand August is a special month for this, for this beetle, kind of a, a special time to promote it. Or not promote it, but promote, be on the lookout for it. Tell, tell us about that well, month yeah. of August. Uh,
1: actually, they, because ALB will overwinter in different life stages, they're active all summer, but they're most active perhaps uh, late summer and early fall. So this is the best time to look for them.
0: Oh, wow. I like okay. to put
1: a positive spin on it go out and spend some time with your trees. <laughs> Go out in Go the shade. <laughs> yeah, look at them, appreciate them, take a look at their, their, how they're growing, and, uh, and then if you notice them, make a phone call.
0: Okay. 703-324-5304 would be a good number. You can also call 703-324-7329. That's 703-Fairfax, uh, which is a main information number if you want, and they can uh, make sure they get you in the right place. So we're out in nature. We're enjoying the hot summer heat. We're checking on our trees, walking around. We see this unusual looking beetle. We call. Kind of what happens next? If I if I see this beetle in or around my tree, does that mean, you know, bad things? The tree's got to go or there are th- steps to take? I mean, what's kind of the progression from seeing this beetle, which I want to emphasize again is not to our knowledge in Fairfax County but we want to make sure that it doesn't spread if it does so kind of what are the next steps if someone does see a, a beetle like this
1: uh, the main thing is to report it um, if it, there's a report it will be investigated uh, if it turns out to be Asian longhorn beetle then a program will be undertaken to eradicate it mm-hmm. and it can occupy a tree for uh, three, four years before someone can find it. Oh, wow. It takes several more years for the tree to actually die. So, oh,
0: okay. Um, it's kind of a slow mover, I guess.
1: It's a slow mover. It really is. It'll. St- it, it's perfectly happy staying in the same tree hmm. until I guess the tree is declining to a point, and then they can fly about 400 yards or so, right. okay. and then they'll move to a, another tree.
0: Okay. Are there certain precautions that um gardening places, you know home improvement places that have you know big shipments of wood and different other kind of things? I'm sure they've taken precautions, but then are th- are there things that I as a resident or homeowner can do if I visit you know big garden centers, you know home improvement centers, those kind of places that have this stuff that i that I get supplies or wood or trees or plants. Are there any steps I can take if I'm doing planting to prevent beetles and, and, other, and other bad bad insects as well?
1: Well, your uh, whatever it is you're buying, if it's a live plant, should be healthy. And um, you and the vendor should have already looked it over to see if mm. there's any sign of infestation mm. of any sort. Right. Okay. Um, uh, apart from that, no, there's <laughs> really nothing in particular.
0: Right. Okay. So, advice for the month of August. We're recording and talking here in in early August. The month uh, uh, for for the month of August is to to get out in nature, check your own yard, your own trees as you're walking the neighborhood. Just kind of give a look, see, and tell us again what we're looking for.
1: You're looking for either the adult beetle, just a large black beetle, shiny black with irregular little white spots on it, long black and white striped antennae. Uh, And it's exit holes, which are perfectly round and almost a half an inch in diameter. Uh, And those would be on the trunk of the tree or large branches.
0: And are there specific kind of trees? I I meant to get back to that. Are there specific trees that the Asian longhorn beetle likes the best or that maybe are more uh, prone to to being uh, at risk?
1: Yeah, absolutely. There are about 400,000 kinds of beetles in the world, and they do each have their preferences. (laughs) And so the Asian longhorn um, likes maples very much, and Hmm. we would be concerned enough if it were only maples. But they also like elm, willow, horse chestnut, birch, ash, London plane tree, poplar, hackberry, mimosa, golden rain tree, and katsura, which I think is a kind of a new popular ornamental from Japan.
0: Wow. I didn't even know there were that many trees to start with, but they, the Asian longhorn beetle sounds like it has a diverse diet, if you will.
1: Yes, it does. Okay. It a
0: diverse palate, for okay. sure. So if you have any of those type of trees, A, that would be uh, one thing to be especially on the lookout for.
1: Yeah. Another thing to remember is that it's a wood-boring insect. It's not like the gypsy moth that feeds on foliage. Um, so it's not 100%. something we can yeah. just treat leaves for to get rid of them. Um, they kill the tree by boring inside through the parts of the tree where the, it transports their nutrients mm. and um, destroys it basically by girdling the tree, by boring through it repeatedly as the larvae make their
0: tunnels. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I was going to ask you about the plants. I'm glad, I'm glad you answered that. So it's really just the trees that you have to be concerned about. hmm yeah. Okay. We've been talking with Catherine Layton of the Urban Forest Management Division, the county's Department of Public Works and Environmental Services, about the Asian longhorn beetle, which, again, is not yet in Fairfax County that we know about, but uh, asking your due diligence to be on the lookout for this uh, unique little critter. And as we uh, wrap it up, Catherine, any, any final thoughts uh, about the Asian longhorn beetle that, uh, that you want to uh, give our listeners?
1: Um, well, I like to keep it in perspective that they are, you know, a part of our world diverse uh, insect population, and uh, that we remember that uh, the reason that they're a problem is that they don't have natural enemies here yet. So, uh, what we want to do is mainly just keep them from causing havoc here mm-hmm. by finding them early. Because if we can prevent them from establishing, it would be a really, really good thing.
0: That's true. All right. So if you're out there and you see this or you see the boreholes or if you have any questions, you can uh, call the Forest Pest Branch at 703-324-5304. Catherine, thanks for uh, being with us on The County Conversation. Thank you, Jim. Absolutely. Glad to have you. If you need to get more Fairfax County news and event information, you can uh, go online to fairfaxcounty.gov slash news. You can also call 703-Fairfax. That's 703-324-7329 weekdays between 8 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. Thanks to Catherine again for being on with us. Thanks to you for listening to the County Conversation, which is produced by the Fairfax County, Virginia Government.